Welcome to another edition of Fitness for All. It is a podcast put on by Liebert Fitness, and I'm your host, Cam Jenkins. And on this week's show, we have Tevin Cherry. Welcome to the show, Tevin. Welcome. Thank you, Cam. And I'm glad to be a part of the uh, Liebert Fitness Fitness for All podcast. Absolutely. We were really looking forward to having you. So it's uh, about time that uh, you got on here. And yeah, let's uh, get started. Uh, I first wanted to point out that uh, I think it was yesterday or today, I saw you using some of uh, the equal, uh, Ebert uh, fitness uh, equalizers. And yes. I saw you doing a move that I'm sure I've seen before. But you were kind of uh, holding yourself up, and it was like you were walking up a wall, but you were just kind of being straight like a flag. Yeah, um, they call that the uh, plant or the super, Superman pose. It, I took, it took me about, I want to say, five years to master that. So I practiced... Well, I basically did a hundred push-ups per day, oh, man. and I practiced. I practiced just holding myself in various positions using the uh, equalizers until I was able to build up my core strength to be able to hold myself in a straight line. Well, as straight as I can get it, you know. Absolutely, no. It was phenomenal what you were doing, and yeah, like I, I just—I'm sure I've seen it before. But I don't think I've seen it before. And when I saw you doing that, I'm like, oh, man, I got some work to do. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Tevin, how did you get started in the fitness industry? Or why did you start working out? Well, I can truly say that my beginnings of working out really started as a child around the fourth or fifth grade when my mom bought me and my twin brother Taryn a weight set. But as we progressed and Taryn started playing sports, I started to use the weight set too because I was noticing the positive effects that it was having on him, building his body and helping him build his self-esteem. So I decided to um, work out and strengthen my body for myself as somebody that's been uh, that lives with CP cerebral palsy and someone that spent the majority of my early years, especially going to physical therapy. But now I'm at a point where I can train myself and I make sure I get up and train each and every single day. And I decided to become a personal trainer or want to become a strength and conditioning coach um, my junior year of high school because I had two coaches, Steve Patterson and Tommy Watson, that really took their time and with me and really helped me build my body. And plus, I came to the realization that the fitness industry was a place for me because... I could go somewhere where I could be productive and where I could set goals and nobody ever discriminated against me and told me that I couldn't work out. Yeah. And then did you find that, 
you were discriminated because I know that you're also a person of color. Uh, so were you discriminated growing up? And then on top of that, um, I also have uh, what I call a challenge or a physical disability of spina bifida. So, you know, like, did you have a bit of trouble with that growing up as well? Well, I wasn't discriminated necessarily because of my col- of my color, so to speak, because I do come from a small town of Thomaston, Georgia. It's very country, and it's less than 10,000 people, and the town itself was conservative, but I never really um, noticed for me personally to be discriminated against because of my color. But I was discriminated against in certain areas when it came to um, dealing with situations in the classroom. And I even was going back and forth between riding the regular bus and the um, special education bus because I had one bus driver tell me that I couldn't ride on his bus and that I was going to have to ride the other bus and (laughs) my mom having to come down to the bus stop each and every single day to make sure I got on the bus. But eventually she ended up taking me to school and somehow the kids that rode that bus found out how bad or what or figured out what the driver was saying to me and they ended up just basically trashing his bus. <laughs> oh, man. And for the people that kind of stood up for you, or, uh, how did that make you feel? I felt I felt honored and really glad that I, I grew up with kids that always looked out for me. But because it was a real funny thing. I grew up with um, my classmates, and they they talked to me and everything, but the kids that did it were either older or younger than me, so kids older than me and younger than me at a certain period of time, they were afraid to talk to me directly, so they would talk to my brother or my sister, and then when I found out what they did, you know, I told my brother to tell them not to do that again because that sets a bad precedent, and it's like I understand their anger and their frustration, but I still want to be able to have a, a good rapport, you know, regardless of the situation and yeah. everything that happened, you know. Absolutely. And did the fitness or the working out, the strength conditioning, uh, did that kind of help you out to be the person you are today to kind of overcome some of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um it really, one thing my coaches did with me early was establish goals. Like, for example, I only did majority upper body workouts, but I was so weak. So it's like they're having to take somebody that's never worked out before and work from the bottom up, basically. And I had small goals, like, learning how to hold the bar and bench press 45 pounds. And I can remember my first ever max out date when I was uh, bench pressing. And my first bench press max was 75 pounds. I, 
I knew I could bench like a hundred pounds, but when I came up with the weight, you know, the weight, uh, the weight touched the bar because I couldn't keep my balance, and I was so mad. <laughs> but <laughs> my brother, he hit me on the head. He rubbed my head and told me, you know, we know you can, we know you can do better than that. You know, you just got to learn how to balance and control the bar. And he was very instrumental and. A lot of the guys I grew up around with, they were very instrumental in really building that foundation in me early. And I know that um, you are a certified personal trainer. Uh, Do you want to talk a little bit about that experience and how you got that? Man, I... That is a crazy experience. (laughs) Let's hear about it. Yeah, it, um... It all started in March when the pandemic first really hit and when things were really shutting down. And I was still at work at the time. And um, I was talking, I was talking to somebody that was close to me at the time. And I was explaining like, hey, I don't have that many expenses. Let me go ahead and try to go ahead and knock this out of the way. Yep. So I'm like, let me give them a call and set up my package and just make payments. I was just trying to get the smallest or cheapest package that they paid that they had. And it was for about $500. So I was going to pay like $25 every two weeks, basically $50 a month Yep. for the course. And I called them and I talked to um, someone over at NASA and I was just explaining to them my story and, you know, everything that I've been through with CP. And they were like, uh, but I had to go to work at the time, so I had to let them know I had to go. And they told me to give them a call back. And that same day, this is about around 9.30, so I clocked in at 9.30, and I didn't go to break until, like, 2 p.m. that afternoon, and so, which is a late break for me, so I called them back, and they didn't answer, so I'm like, oh, man, it's the end of the day, probably gonna call me back tomorrow, but, um, but when I was out on the floor, you know, working with guests and things like that, I had to use the restroom, and I also checked my phone, and in the midst of me going to the bathroom, they called me back, (laughs) and I had to stay in the bathroom a little bit longer so I could check my messages and really talk to them, and when when they called me back, then they was like, uh, Tevin, we could not help but overhear your story. We had to look you up and... They were like, man, your your YouTube videos and your YouTube channel is awesome, man. And they was like, I know you wanted the um, most ex- you, I know you wanted the most cheapest package so you could uh, so you could get your certification, but we're not gonna let you do that because we've decided to give you the full access to any of our courses on us. Just let us know what you need. And all you have to do is basically pass the course and pass the test. And I took my test. So it took about three months of really hard studying. 
Yep. Since everybody was quarantined, that's all I had to do. <laughs> so on um, June 30th, 2020, I got back to Atlanta and I took the test. And let me tell you, Cameron, it was one of the hardest tests that I ever took in my life. I wasn't necessarily confident that I passed because going into the test, I looked up the statistics as a, of the pass rate, and there was only a 50% pass rate of people that passed on the first try. And did you, sorry, did you look at that pass rate before or after the exam? Before. Before, oh. Yeah, and everybody was telling me, you know, you know, Tevin, there's only a 50% pass rate, you know, <laughs> don't don't feel bad if you fail the first time. And I'm like, okay, but I don't plan on failing, so. That's right. I was a, I was a person, uh, I diligently studied it, everything I did, you know, <laughs> I'm basically a person that's all about hard work, putting in the work every day. And it certainly shows on your Instagram page. Uh, and your Instagram page, just so everyone knows us listening, is Buster underscore the underscore strongman. Where did you come up with Buster? Well, Buster was a nickname that my grandmama gave me. And the came from one of my Instagram followers. Her name is uh, Cassandra James, and at the time, her name was The Cassie Show, and I said, Buster, the, and then Strongman came from when I used to watch those Strongman competitions on TV, you know, when they're pulling the trucks and the tires. Oh, yeah. I've seen them before. So, so I was like, you know, I said, Strongman, I said, everybody's called Strongman, but I was like, there aren't any Strongmans named Buster. So I had changed my Instagram name from TevFitChamp22 because I was 22 at the time. And then I was 24 when I came up with the name. So I said Buster the Strongman. And then I didn't want it to be just one big word. So I just added the um, underscores so it would be unique. And everybody inboxed me talking about, why you change your name? Who's Buster the Strongman? And I was like... (laughs) You know, that's my alter ego. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's like your ego. Superman superpower. Right, right. And, and then I see you got some merch for that, too. Yes, that's um, that's under my LLC that I got back in March. Um, you can hit me up through the DM. I accept PayPal, Cash App, Zelle. And I have a website coming soon, and I'm going to put that up as well. That's awesome. And with the uh, merch, uh, what kind of merch you got? I see a shirt. What You got anything else, or can you describe uh, the shirt uh, to our listeners? It's a black shirt with my uh, signature logo and my uh, my strongman logo. And the um, actual logo, it's a T, but if you draw on the white outline, You'll you will see you'll draw an S. So it stands for Strongman Tev, and Tev is one of my nicknames that my sister and my physical therapist gave me. Okay. So that's what my logo stands for. 
Yeah, it's a great shirt. I like it. And I see now the S and the T kind of uh, within the S. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And my sister designed it. Oh, perfect. Shout out to your sister uh, for designing that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I also was very intrigued, Tevin, that uh, you're going for a Guinness World Record. Do you want to uh, talk to the listeners about that and what you're going to do? Yeah. Um, this is... This has been on my mind for a long time. Well, back in high school, during my 10th grade year, I was at wrestling practice, and we were on a water break, and my coach was screaming, hey, Buster, go get some water, you know, and I was like, I'm good, coach, I'm good, and we had been going hard at practice and whatnot, so... I'm just playing around because at that time I was trying to learn how to walk on my hands. I always knew how to do a handstand since I was a very little boy. Cause my mom would say, uh, I would be in the little pool that we had, we had at our house. And she said that I would always do handstands in the pool. So I could always do a handstand. So it's like, I, I always had that in me, so that was one of my God-given talents. But when I was doing a handstand, I was trying to make the motion to kind of walk forward and walk on my hands, but I fell flat on my face. So I'm like, man. But then when I came back up, I realized, I was like, what the world? (laughs) And then I did it like five more times, and I'm like, whoa. I I can do a a push-up inside of a handstand. So, you know, <laughs> I've never told this story to anybody. So this is the first time I'm telling this story. Like when we used to go to wrestling events, <laughs> and everybody be warming up, warming up. One thing we used to do to intimidate teams and make them think that we were better than we actually were. And we were damn good now. I used to go to the center of the map or whatever tournament we were at, and I would just drop down, hit like 10 handstand push-ups. And I could just, you know, I could just see everybody's eyes just widening. And then, you know, when we go wrestle against certain teams, it's like that struck fear factor in them. And it was crazy because I was like... I never believed that something like that would have an impact on people. (laughs) That's that's unbelievable. That's where it came from. Yeah. And I saw, um, I saw the the world record breaker break the record on YouTube back in 2015, and I was talking to my uh, best friend Brandon Foster about it, and uh, he was like, "Hey, man, you gotta break the record. You gotta break the record," and you know. You know, I was training and stuff, and then I got a full-time job, and I got kind of stopped, and then I got back started with my workouts and things like that. And But it always stayed in my mind. So I saw him, I saw his name again, and then I Googled. I was like, what's the handstand push-up record? And it still had 27, but he did a little dig, he, he did a little bit more digger deeping last week. And the record is now 37 handstand push-ups in a minute. Oof. 
and I am currently at 18 in a minute, so I feel like the record is feasible because I've been working on my movement and my balance for, um, especially over the past year, so I'm starting to become more stable. I just got to keep building my body and gaining that balance and that strength so that I can place my name in the Guinness Book of World Records. So, Tevin, uh, can you maybe talk a little bit about uh, the EQ bars that you use? Because I see it a lot that you're using them uh, in your uh, videos over Instagram. <clears throat> First and foremost, uh, the EQs are my favorite pair of bars to use. I've kind of been so loyal to the brand for about seven years that I'm kind of hesitant when I use other bars. You know, I don't even want to record myself and I'm not using um, Liebert Fitness Equalizers because I feel like I'm so so much a part of the family and I am, I do consider myself a ambassador or an advocate or a uh, affiliate, so to speak. And that's perfect. And when did you start using the EQs? Do you remember the first time you used them? Well, actually, yes. I had just graduated from uh, Gordon State College in Barnesville, Georgia, and I transferred an hour up the road up to uh, Clayton State University in Clayton County, Georgia. And I worked out at Gordon's gym. I worked out uh, various places, but when I got up to Clayton State's gym compared to Gordon's gym at the time, I was like, man, this is it. So when I'm inside of a gym, I'm like a kid in the candy store. I'm not going to lie. I like to really see all the equipment that they have, and, you know, I'm just scouring and just looking at everything, thumbing through all the medicine balls, marveling at the weights and things of that nature and I look off over into the corner that the bars were tucked away over into a corner where nobody was using them so I'm like hey what are these so I grab them and I just start holding on to them and holding on doing some squats doing some push-ups and just various movements and it was it was at the beginning of, the, of that school year, I want to say 2013, 2014. So I was like, hmm, eventually when I go home for the summer, I'm going to have to get some of my own. So <laughs> at that time, I was um, shopping, the, shopping the net to find some, see if I could find something similar, if I couldn't, you know, purchase a set of equalizers. So... I DM'd competitors, various other people in the fitness industry, emailing them, telling them and sharing my story and whatnot and what I was trying to accomplish. But nobody responded. So I finally decided to look up Mark's information, and I really reached out on a whim, and I told him, hey, I really like the look of your, your EQs or your bars. I, I'm trying to walk on my own. I'm trying to um, exercise more effectively. Please reach out to me about purchasing your product. Let me know, you know. 
and he sent me this heartfelt email telling me how touched he was by my story and that he would do whatever he needed to necessary to um make sure that I purchased the product. So about maybe a week later, he emailed me a promo code that I kept. Oh, perfect. And, and at that time, I was only getting paid once a month because I received SSI from the government at that point in time. So I had saved my money up for that whole entire month. And a month later, I was able to use that promo code and you uh, purchase my very first set of EQ bars. And from that point on, I started to use them in almost all my videos. If you go back and uh, look at my YouTube channel, which is Tevin Cherry, by the way, you'll see in my early videos how I was even using the bars in the majority of my early YouTube videos. And they really helped me establish a foundation. And over the years, I was just looking at various ways and opportunities to use them and uh, come up with ways for the adaptive community to um, to be um, effective, which leads me into my other point. My overall goal is to be able to help other people with um, disabilities, specifically cerebral palsy and any other similar physical disability to mine, work out because the underlying issue in the um, disability community is being able to get up, move around, and actually stay active and live a healthy life. I know for a fact people with CP tend to struggle as they get older because there's no one around to teach them or show them how they, they can remain active and keep their muscles loose as they get into their 30s and 40s, as the body tends to start to wear down if you don't have the proper maintenance and um, things of that nature to kind of stave off of, stave off some of the ills that cerebral palsy and challenges that, they, that it presents. Oh, absolutely. And uh, like I said, I'm a person with a disability as well, and I have spina bifida, and you know, uh, I find it hard to find the motivation to kind of uh, move up and move around and all that stuff as well. So, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, Tevin, and I'm certainly going to be following you. And uh, hopefully you can help to uh, motivate myself to get off my uh, A double dollar signs and uh, get some movement <laughs> into me, too. So, so. Uh, this was uh, Tevin Cherry, and uh, if you want to, if they want to reach out to you, can you list all your social? I know we've kind of done it within the interview, but uh, let's do a refresh and let everybody know uh, where they can reach out to you on social media. Okay, guys, if you want to reach out to me on um, LinkedIn and Facebook, you can find me by my first and last name, Tevin Cherry. You spell that T-E-V-I-N-C-H-E-R-R-Y. You can also find me on um, Twitter at Buster the Strong. My handle again on Twitter is Buster the Strong. And on Instagram, where I post most of my updates, you can follow me at Buster the Strong Man 
and you spell that Buster underscore the underscore strongman, and you'll be able to follow me there. And I'll be posting like daily workout videos and, and weekly workout videos. I also collaborate with uh, GLS Training Systems, Go to Movement Systems, and I'm always putting up my weekly um, Go to Groundwork workouts. And if you guys want to follow my progress, you can hit me up on there. And thank you, Cameron. And I want to thank everyone at the Liebert Fitness family for um, following me. And I'm so thankful for all the support that I have on my journey. And I will not let you guys, I will not forget you guys. You guys will always have a special place in my heart. Oh, and you have a special place in our heart as well. And uh, the thing, uh, you know, I can't speak for everyone else, but, uh, you know, I really enjoy uh, surrounding myself with people that are, um, you know, positive and that are always working towards goals. And you certainly do that uh, in spades. So uh, well done, Tevin. Thank you. Thank you so much. Not a problem. And uh, we're certainly going to have you on the podcast again. Once again, this was Tevin Cherry, and you've been listening to the Fitness for All podcast, and it's brought to you by Liebert Fitness.